Hi guys, it's Trevor Tulliber here and you're listening to the Blue Day Podcast. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. Yes, folks, this is the Blue Day podcast, and for Chelsea fans everywhere, every day is a Blue Day. I am your host, as always, Keith Lawrence. Joining me again this week is Milan Laukovic, former Chelsea youth star and somebody who taught Mudrik how to chip over the goalie from that angle. (laughs) Milan, welcome back. We will get straight through to the game against Arsenal. We was having a chat about it before the game. We spoke about it at length after the game as well. Not going to touch on certain negativities about the result at the end, but we're going to start off with the positives and the performance and how well certain individuals played. So we're going to talk about the Arsenal game and talk about some of the players because there was a couple of players that impressed you on Saturday. There was also a couple of interesting performances that impressed you that we'll we'll talk about now but just to start off because I know that certain things um have been said on social media and whatnot about whether it was a point gained or two points dropped where do you stand on this Milan? Uh, Before the game as a fan it's definitely point gained but as the game was going on especially the way we were playing and cruising until 75th minute uh, probably the second best team in England at the moment uh, after City, Arsenal, being 2-0 up and uh, obviously come uh, away with only a point with the way the game was going. As I said, um, it was uh, it's a shame. It's a disappointing, but, you know, from the, from the performances that we had uh, at the start of the season and not getting any points, we can actually see probably slowly the lights at the end of the tunnel. And uh, we should take some positive out of it. But having said that, you know, to be tuned up against a team like this and uh, come away with just point with 15 minutes to go and with them not really creating any clear-cut chances and us giving them, uh, obviously, uh, back to the back to the game, giving them the goal. It's still an unbelievable finish, you know, from, uh, from really far out. Uh, so, but... It's a mistake and we gave them hope and uh, then the defender caught, got, um, caught uh, ball watching and um, that was that. And then uh, Niketi and nearly scored the winner at the end. Jesus, imagine that. Yeah. That would be, that'll be crazy, but... Uh, yeah. That would have been all another Carnu un- moment, I think. Yeah. <laughs> all under control until 75th minute and then... Um, but yeah, very, very, very... Um, a lot of positive uh, until then. So let's talk about that. Yes, we will talk about the positives. I know that there are certain individuals, like I said, on X and even on Facebook saying about how disastrous it was and how certain players underperformed. Listen, let's just put it mildly. Yes, this is a new team. We made Arsenal, who, according to their fans, are title winners, we made a team that was top of the league for, what, six months last season? Yeah, we made yeah, them season, yeah. We made them look ordinary. There was chances that we had after being 1-0 up. There was chances that we had when we were 2-0 up. I know there was a chance that Jackson had that Raya... Yeah, he should um, have just taken a shot, to be honest. And even uh, Cole Palmer. 
Raya, again, a tale of two goalkeepers. He kicks it out. Palmer has it to his feet. He tries to get it past the goalie. Raya mm. redeems himself. Our keeper fucks up and lets in a goal. Before we talk about Dirty Sanchez, we will talk about Cole Palmer. You've talked about him in a positive light. I've said before on the show, I was a little bit wary of him. I was wondering... Why are we signing this kid? Why is Man City letting him go? That was my biggest question. He slowly, surely, week after week, proving there is not just a not just a player there, but someone who can get better and who's got potential yeah. to thrive and got someone he can play as a winger, he can play as an inverted winger, he can play as a ten. You've been impressed with Cole since he's joined her, haven't you? Yeah, I mean, you know, um, I saw him play against Chelsea, actually. I think when they beat Asmontnil, uh, he started uh, the game last season uh, when Lampard was the manager. And uh, I liked him and I liked him. Um, lovely left foot, lovely balance, um, not scared, very confident player. Um, can get on the half turn, plays through the lines, uh, gives good balance to the team. Um, passing lines, you know, finds the finds the strikers, sees the runs. Um, yeah, really good and works hard off the ball. Actually, we should obviously Pochettino probably likes uh very much from him and um yeah, bright future for this lad. But um, I'm not surprised because he's a he's a really good player and I actually thought this is uh at the moment the missing piece that we uh, need on the right and then uh, Sterling or Mudrig on the left. Looks like Mudrig at the moment. Uh, he's been doing really well, but even if he Mudrig is coming off the bench now, uh, with his confidence, is a really good, uh, really good option to have. Folks, we interrupt this show by uh, wanting to tell you about our sponsor, Manscape. We are delighted Manscape are part of the Blue Day podcast. They have the tools for your family jewels. You don't want smelly nuts. You want to impress your wife, your girlfriend, or in fact, your mistress. Well, look no further than Manscaped. Yes, folks, Manscaped are back. The best in male grooming. Manscaped are committed to helping men around the world walk and talk with some swagger this season with the best grooming tools on the market. Join the 9 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and enjoy this exclusive offer. 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code BDP. That's Blue Day Podcast. Promo code BDP at manscaped.com. Don't neglect your beautiful self and get right this year with Manscaped. With this offer, you will get the slickest version of the Performance Package 4.0, the perfect package that will deal with your package. It comes with the Lawnmower 4.0, equipped with skin safe technology to minimize nicks and cuts for your nuts. It also comes with the Crop Reviver groin spray. I can tell you from experience, this has taken my confidence into the bedroom to a whole new level. Not only do I smell good, but it also helps out in terms of the bedroom department as well. Want something you don't mind showing that's special someone in your life? Look no further than the Manscaped Boxers 2.0. These are without a doubt the best boxers for men of all ages. I can confidently say I'll never go back to cotton boxer briefs after wearing these. Once again, folks, Manscaped supports the Blue Day podcast so much that they provided an exclusive offer for our listeners. 
That is you, by the way. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code BDP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code BDP. Feel like yourself again and take charge of your life with Manscaped. Your balls will thank you for it. Some of his final passes, and I mentioned this to somebody through messaging on the Saturday during the game. Some of his final passes remind me of Mata, whereby Mm. he can find the striker, he can find the guy in space and just feeds the ball in between the line of the of the defense. We haven't had that since Mata. And which is quite a real positive because you don't normally see players being able to do that on a regular basis. I've seen Cole do that now more than more than once. So if we can keep that going, fantastic. Sterling, I've been impressed a little bit. I thought he actually played a decent against Arsenal as well. I think most of the team had really good games, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it was a good team performance. Obviously we have to mention Cutrella on the left back, played right back before, good performances, kept Saka quiet. Uh, so fair play to him, you know, for from talking about being sold to Manu, and they're not oh, even no. in the court, yeah, or on loan, yeah, and um, maybe with option to buy, we don't know. Um, and then not even in the court some games, and now he turned it around, and he's uh, one of the probably first guys on the team sheet at the moment. You know what I mean with his performances and the way he uh, trains. Uh, you know, you can see um, people talking about uh, how coaches are impressed with him. So. Has a good head on his shoulders, uh, definitely. Puts the, puts the head down and works hard and then waited for his opportunity. And once it came, he took it and now he's there. So, you know, hopefully he doesn't um, he doesn't uh, doesn't stop and keeps uh, going forward as a whole team. I've always admired him as a player. I liked him when he was youth mm. player at Barcelona and then he had a couple of stints elsewhere in Spain. And then when Brighton signed him, I thought, OK, very good player for, for them. I thought against Arsenal, it was arguably his best game for us. But yeah. you can see, even when he was you know, taking Saka out of his pocket, the confidence is there. He never had yeah, that yeah. last season. He never had that confidence last season. And again, you you know this as well as I do. Confidence is huge for a player, especially if you've joined a new club. The expectation is bigger. The weight on your shoulders is heavier. And... There is a player there that I know is good enough. Whether he'll keep Ben Chilwell out or even if Pochettino goes with Levi Colwell, I don't know at left-back. But, yeah, more more of the same. Yes, he played a few games at right-back and it was a little bit iffy. But coming in against Arsenal, and this this is probably the best compliment I could give to Cucurella. There were times I didn't realise Arsenal's main threat was on the pitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a huge compliment for him. And Yeah, I agree. Even someone as Thiago Silva, where he is becoming like wine. He is, he's becoming better with age. He was, out, again, outstanding. Yeah. When you consider players from a central defence, from a central defensive standpoint, when you look back through many, many years, you look at, say, John Terry, for example, Desai, Tony Adams, for instance, Rio Ferdinand. None of these players played 
near their 40s and played to the same ability as what Thiago's done. It defies yeah. science. Probably only in Italy, Costa Curta, Maldini and all these players. Yeah. You know what I mean, but yeah. yeah, fair play to him. Fair play to him. He takes care of his body really well and, uh, you know, he, he's been really amazing and uh, what, a, what a player to learn from for... Uh, Levi Colwell, do you know what I mean? Next to him, oh, uh, you can only grow and see in training the way he, way he handles himself. So, well, all good. of them. When you look at Ben yeah. who's got to come back, and you've got yeah, Fano, one, yeah. albeit he's on the injury list, or Dizazi. But one little thing I did want to bring up: you mentioned Cole and Raheem earlier. There was a little bit of a sort of a conversation. There's not. What, I love how the media companies call it a spat or a disagreement. It. When you look the when you look at the video, we look at the pictures. It, really, it was just a, it was just a conversation. But we don't know what was it. Either Sterling is wants to take it, which is still good, or he's gonna give it to Enzo to take it because he's a captain. Who knows? But it was sorted out quickly. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Anybody, anybody who wants to take the ball and take the penalty, unless there is the penalty taker, uh, the gaffer or whoever. This is the. Three players who, if you feel good, sometimes they say there's the one, sometimes they say there's two, sometimes there's three. And the gaffer says, whoever feels, take the ball and go. And then it's up to the players. How are you feeling? Do you want me to take it? Are you taking it? And they sort it out, boom, done. The the problem is when there is a penalty taken and someone else wants to take it, do you know what I mean, when it's done. So we don't know the situation. Luckily, it doesn't matter. He's called very calmly, send the keeper the wrong way and uh, all done. But I admired that about Cole because he scored the penalty against Burnley. He's obviously conf- his confidence is obviously up there at the yeah. moment. Yeah. Raheem's confidence is up there at the moment. It would have Good. been very like interesting. Yeah. Would have been very interesting because I don't think that would probably would have happened last season. I think people would have been too scared to take the bloody penalty in, in terms of the confidence. But yeah. the fact that Enzo had to get involved, bearing in mind Enzo has also taken a penalty for Chelsea this yeah. season and. Good, sorted out, good. <laughs> well, it's interesting because is Enzo the regular penalty taker? Who knows? Who knows? I don't, we don't who know knows? what they do in training, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But last game, Palmer's caught the pen. Why, why change someone? You know, unless, as I said, there's not uh, like Lampard was the penalty taker. I remember the situation, I think it was against Wigan. Uh, Drogba was fighting for the top scorer and there was a penalty and Drogba took the ball, wanted to score yeah, the pen. because, yeah, yeah. Of, yeah. And Lapa said, listen, mate, next one, fine, but now I'm scoring the pen. Boom, done. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. So, again, thankfully, it was no issue. But well, we do want to talk about somebody, again, we're talking about confidence. This is a, this is a difference, a few win Again, difference a few wins make. You mentioned it beforehand. Once we get the win, and we did get the win against Fulham, yeah. we got the win against Burnley. Just look at the confidence now of players. Mudrick. I'm sorry, no way did he mean that, but fair play no, to across, him for trying. Every footballer, every footballer out there knows it's a cross, mate. Oh, God, it, it was a cross all day long. He did not look at the goal. He did not look at the goalie. He looked at who He's was He's looking the at the Sterling. He's looking at Raheem Sterling trying yeah. to put it there. Yeah. But the, the cross was not that... even on because the, the blocking lines, he was blocking his cross, but yeah. it's actually it's a perfect. It's actually perfect what he did, but, you know, it happens. I saw many of my teammates do that, look at the back post and it went in because keeper is trying to read the cross, do you know what I mean? So, mm. and he's uh, left too much of a but listen, when you work hard, 
when you work hard and you get into those positions, football sometimes get football got to give you back sometimes, you know. So at the moment he deserves it. So fair play. And he again, it's a fish out of water situation. He's come into a completely new world where yeah. he's been used to twelve months ago. He's come in. People are expecting him to hit the ground running. Yeah, don't forget, the there's a war in his country as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. you can't you can't do that to the young guy because he's again. It takes... uh, we forget some people forget because of the money, but you, you can clearly see he has something. The talent is there. Uh, he has good head there, on his yes. shoulders. Yeah, I think uh, before on few podcasts before we spoke, uh, he has good head on his shoulders. He works hard. He actually wants to improve and get better. And uh, with that, you have every chance to make it at the at the top football, especially when you're playing around top players. It's easier to play with top players, so I whether think he, uh, he'll be fine. Whether he plays every week is another matter. Because yeah. again, you've yeah. got Cole, Raheem. Yeah. It's perfect option. Christopher yeah. and Cuckoo, who's yeah. hopefully going to come back. You've got Brozier, who's going to hopefully come back as well, because he's not going to be a peripheral team. Always in form place, you know what I mean? This is perfect. Yeah, yeah. So, very, very good. I also want to touch on the midfield. Caicedo is slowly now becoming the player mm. that we've seen at Brighton. I thought against Fulham, for example, he was outstanding. Burnley, I know he did very well. There's a few people that I know that went to the game that told me he was outstanding on the pitch again. And even against Arsenal. Yeah. Just, just wonderful player. But the, the understanding between him, Gallagher, who I hope, all, a lot, yeah. I hope a lot of people are now saying, you know, eating humble pie saying oh we should have got rid of Gallagher and the the trio with Enzo Fernandez who I'm still I still want to see a bit more from not just because of the price tag but because of the fact that this is a guy who was quite instrumental for Argentina winning the World Cup I'm not saying he won it on his own but he was quite instrumental I don't think we've seen the best of him yet Oh, maybe the balance of the team wasn't right there. Maybe the balance of central midfielder he still is. Is he one that's going to score goals? Is he is he basically an Argentinian Kovacic? I don't know. I haven't um, seen enough of him, or I haven't seen the best of him to tell me otherwise. Um, I, I like him at the moment. There's a nice balance uh, in this team. Um, does he need the rest? Um, maybe. But at the moment, he's been there all right, do you know what I mean? Because as a team, we are starting to improve slowly. So um, last season, we were not doing so well as a team, but Enzo was giving good performances. And now the team is, you know, slowly trying getting that balance, you know. We have uh, uh, James coming back. You have uh, left-footed uh, centre-back. We haven't had that for a while before. But the Ashwella, you know, is uh, left left footed, so we have two left footed centre backs there. We've got Silva, we've got Diasti, uh, Chaloba, another centre back who is uh, probably coming. Chilwell left back, Matson left back. Even though Madsen, uh, yeah. they don't uh, see him at, at the moment, there he always comes on as a winger, doesn't he? Yeah. So, but yeah, back to Enzo. I think he's been all right. You know, not too perfect, but not bad or any bad performances, you know what I mean? So, uh, but at the moment, it's really good balance to the team with Caicedo, Enzo and Gallagher, you know, and Gallagher, what, what can you say about him? You know, uh, I always thought he's good. 
He um, just reminds me of a pit bulldog. He will just not stop running. Yeah, but he's good he, also he, he on the ball. Go. You know what I mean, people people say he's not good on the ball. I'm looking at some some things. Man, I've seen this kid uh, before uh, when he was uh, in the youth teams and that, and then playing from Westbourne Palace. He's a good player, man. Yeah, just confidence, and now he has it. And fans give it to him, obviously at the bridge. He's thriving, do you know what I mean? So I hope he keeps it up because he deserves it. Works hard for the team and so much. Like Mason Mounted, you know. You need yeah. players like that on the pitch. Obviously different type of player, but they work hard. You need this in this day and age, the the running and the stats and the it's pressing not you just need on players the ball. like it's, that on the pitch. It's off the ball. Yeah, and lift the players, you know, and lift the players. If you win the ball back and give it to attacking uh, players who go and uh, win you the game, it's your job done. And it was interesting when you talk about off the ball and you talk about commitment and you talk about how what they do for the team without the ball. It's interesting when you see Havertz now on the bench for Arsenal. Mm. Maybe, you know, they've already seen what, obviously, what we've had to deal with for the last couple of seasons. But... We're not going to talk about Arsenal too much, despite the fact that they were hopeless for 70 minutes on Saturday. Yeah. They couldn't even couldn't even string three passes together, let alone get back into but, the game. But fair play to them also, you know. We gave them a sniff and they took it. So We gave them... Oh, my goodness. Good teams do that. Good teams do that. Very good teams do that. But it was avoidable. And the one thing, yeah. that, again, I wanted to touch on with you, because, again, you've been... You've be, you've trained at Cobham, you've played matches at Cobham, you've played matches for Chelsea, you've played with Warsaw, you've played with Portsmouth. When you look at the goalkeeping situation, how many times or how much has it changed from when you've seen Kudacini in Czech, for example, to now? The amount of times you see a goalkeeper who's not good with the ball at his feet, but will continue to try and pass it out rather than just... Play it long. I, I mean, don't understand. Yeah. I know why because I've done goalkeeping courses, so I understand where it's coming from. But yeah. if you haven't got the tools to do that job, don't do the bloody job. And but obviously, it. people and uh, the coaches think he has because otherwise he would be just kicking it out. You know what I mean? So they do want to play out. Obviously, there's time and place when to play out. This pass was on, but it was just technically wrong. Because Enzo is actually the there. Pass was on. I don't think the pass was nah, on. Nah, if the Enzo is there, Enzo is there. If he hits Enzo, he's he's out. Like the pass is on, but it's technically provided bad. And Declan Wright reads it. He's in the good position, and then he scores. The he can thing. still miss it. You know what I mean? He can still miss it. It's a really hard finish, but he puts it perfectly in. Then it's two one. They get they get a lift, and then the as I said before, the defender well, the gets lift helped uh, them because I've, there was only going to be one team that was going to score and that was Arsenal yeah. we, we was just done and even the second goal obviously you have to block the cross better if you look at it from the defensive point of view and the right defender is uh, caught ball watching yeah. it's caught ball watching watching the ball and the guy just slips behind um... but even but from yeah. the goalkeeping standpoint you get beat at your near post uh, yeah it's difficult late. that mate. his difficult hands were that. very late in dealing with it I know it's very different when you've got a player that's obviously got to the ball first. But I thought his reading of it was just all wrong. Just all wrong. It Difficult, that. It's a good finish from close range. Do you know what I mean? Difficult to save. But, there's... but if he saves it, then everything is fine. But it's oh, yeah, all of course. In. 
and if them but do you know what I mean? And this is this is the other thing. I know that there was people bombarding social media. There was people even talking about it um, on Talksport and other sites, saying, "But why have we brought in a third choice Brighton goalie?" Well, first of all, he wasn't third choice Brighton goalie. This yeah. time last season, he was Brighton's number one. He did lose his place, but he's a still a decent keeper. I I, I still I still yeah, like yeah. him. Would I have him over Kepa? Yes. Kepa has been amazing at the moment. There have been times. There have been times this season Sanchez has actually kept us in matches. He yeah, has yeah, produced some does, decent yeah. saves, and and I've done this for over ten years. <laughs> Not with Shevchenko or Balak, but that's a whole other story. We'll, we we might get to one day. <laughs> but I've always given players one season just to get used to how okay, the expectation yeah. is and get yeah. used to how the team needs to mould. Because if you put the expectation too high, which is what 90% of society does, you're going to end up getting disappointed. And that's yeah, what's happened. Yeah. Sanchez makes a mistake. People are going, well, we need another goalkeeper. Not necessarily. Mm. That doesn't work like that, though, does it? No, of course it doesn't. And that's the thing. Anybody can make a mistake in football. Everybody does make a mistake. Do you know what I mean? So... Yes, Messi has missed penalties. Do people yeah. still think that he's rubbish? No. Yeah, you're right, yeah. And this is this is the difference. It's how you come back from it. Cucurella no, it's was... opinions, it's opinions. You know what I mean? Everybody has opinions on, uh, on football. Everybody views uh, differently the football. The most important is what coach thinks, what your management team thinks about you. Do you know what I mean? Um, so that that's the most important thing. And this is the thing where I think Chelsea, and I can't believe I'm going to say this about the current regime, but I think they've actually been quite smart on it because we've got a young team, not a lot of experience in terms of what how many games they've played or certain moments in their careers. But we've got a manager that has got an identity on how to mould a team together, mm. maybe not to win constant trophies season after season, but to play decent football. And I saw that on Saturday. And even the Stanford yeah. Bridge faithful that have been going yeah. for many, many years actually got behind their team. And yeah. they were, Stanford Bridge was actually the old Stanford Bridge where fans were chanting for 90 minutes. Not seen that for a few years now. Mm. Is that because of Poch or is that because of. How the teams played. The teams. Played no, it's both. It's both. You know, yeah, it's the uh, growing confidence in the club, in the players. You know, if the players can see, uh, or the fans that there is a light at the end of the tunnel, especially with these performances against teams like that. It wasn't like uh, Burnley or someone. Do you know what I mean? Or Luton. It was Arsenal, and they actually came toe to toe with the best. Uh, who are at the moment, let's say, their project four years, three years uh, or more, do you know what I mean? And we are the start of the project. So um, we have time, but keep going like this with some still some additions to be to be had. Um, and uh, obviously injured players coming back. Yes, the future is bright if it, go, if it keeps going this way. If Chelsea are looking at it from a long-term standpoint, which I think they are, they finally got somebody with a little bit of vision, a little bit of clout behind them, rather than the substitute PE teacher we had this time last year. But You know what is crazy? Remember before Fulham, we were looking at, or was it before Brighton game in the Cup, we were looking at where's the next win coming from? And it's yes. a completely <laughs> different vibe now, isn't it? Yeah. 
that shows how crazy football is. And you've seen it down at Cobham when what one win does to to big players, not just not just the average player, not just like the average Joe, but players that are on that level. You've seen the it. confidence is everything, mate. Absolutely. Confidence is everything. If you have confidence from the fans, from the manager, from your teammates, you grow, man. You grow. Yeah. You grow as a player. You, you try young... things that you probably wouldn't try when you don't have confidence. Do you know what I mean? Like it's it's really player with confidence, like good player, especially wingers and the, the flair players. Good players with the confidence are completely different players than uh, just you know. Coming to the game and okay, not thinking about oh, do they trust me? Does the manager trust me? Like, what is he thinking? If the manager, if you know that the manager trusts you and behind you, and you go to the game confident, guide your limit, man. Hey guys, this is Keith Lawrence, the creator of the Blue Day podcast here, and this is a special message to tell you of one of our new sponsors for the podcast. We'd like to welcome Fanatics, the leading sports manufacturer of online licensed sportswear and merchandise. They range from football, soccer, Formula One, NBA, and so much more. Now, this is the best part. If you want to get your hands on some swag, go to the Blue Day Podcast Facebook page at facebook.com slash the Blue Day Podcast and on our Twitter page at the Blue Day Pod for all the necessary links. Come on, what are you waiting for? Carefree. It's actually quite interesting to sit, to think about it when you've got the likes of him. Christopher and Kuka has still got to play. And he actually did quite well in pre-season in the games that he, that he, mm, he, did, yeah. he featured in. And a fit Brozier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him in the mix with Nkuku, with Cole Palmer, potentially Sterling even as well. There's, there is a threat there. there is yeah, a threat, threat there. and options, options, different options, different time yeah. of the game. You know, Poch uh, would uh, could use a um, lot of a lot of options, which is which is good. It gives you nice balance, and uh, you can react to it in the games if something not 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 going well. And you talk about, and we will touch on this, and then we'll probably do a little bit of a preview to end the show. But you talked about the long term, which I think is again, which is what the club are looking at. Mm. Klopp came in mid-season in, in 2015. It took him how many years to get that team moulded to win European Cups and Premier Leagues? Took him a while. Yeah. He got he got battered. They were, they did lose games, and there was question questions being asked whether or not this team is. Good and they enough. got to some cup finals. Remember Europa yeah. League and that yeah. finished second behind City a couple of times, maybe some cups. Yeah, so, but he's still there now. And he's yeah. still based. Well, he's basically got a job there for life. Hotch has got potentially a job there for life if he gets it right. Which I, I think, with his experience of dealing with this regime, yeah, with this regime, yeah, I think <laughs> under under Abramovich, you've gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm joking. Well, I'm joking. As um, it was funny you mentioned that there was something on Twitter somebody sent to me. Um, John Obi Mikel did a, an interview ages ago. Talking about as soon as you see Roman's helicopter, helicopter land, yeah, yeah, yeah. that was it. Yeah. You knew, gone. And I think yeah. they was talking about with um, 
Luis Felipe Scolari. Scolari, yeah. yeah. I had my Paris. first. Um, I had my first training session under Scolari as a fifteen-year-old. What was that and, like uh, dealing with Scolari? Bearing in mind he was a guy who did win the. It World was Cup mad. I was only fifteen. I was obviously starstruck. I remember training with the under 18s. Sorry, I remember. I remember training with the under 18s. And um, they had training in the afternoon. My dad came to pick me up. And um, Neil Bath, the head of development uh, uh, manager, hmm. uh, came to me and he said, uh, you're training at three. Again, I was like, there's not training. He's like, no, you were the first team. So I told my dad and he was just like, what are you on about? Because I was only 15, innit? Uh, and I was like, yeah, I'm training with the... The first team, it was crazy, man. Crazy. Quaresma, Quaresma was there at the time. Quaresma, Belletti, uh, Franco Di Santo, uh, obviously some younger reserve players. Uh, yeah, big, uh, big. It was, it was big, man. Ray Wilkins, Ray Wilkins, man. Ray Wilkins, what a guy. Um, yeah, well, obviously, they don't know your age really, and they start asking after. Uh, but yeah, after a few step overs, I, I was fine. I, I got, I got confident. <laughs> how many, how many players did you nutmeg? No, no, no that game I was just pass and move. <laughs> Sorry, that training, that training, you just pass and move. You know, you just want to impress. And then when the chance came to do a step over, of course I did. Then Quaresma was like, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good times. Brilliant. And this is the thing because you talk about obviously your experiences. All right, yes, you was fifteen, but you was new. It was completely different, and it was some, something that you wasn't expecting. Um, yeah, but the, it happens. Uh, even even now, it happens. Uh, obviously, I think it happens in every team. Uh, sometimes they need the bodies, you know, and um, you know who's doing well at that time gets the opportunity. If they need a, I don't know, a winger or a midfielder, defender, you know, you you pick and choose, and whoever is doing well, you know, it's like okay, they they give you the taste. All right, now you're doing well. What are you going to do about it? Are you going to keep going or are you going to be now skyrocketed there because you trained one time with the first team as a 15-year-old or what? Many people train uh, with the first team uh, uh, at this spot. It's, you know, how you, how you keep going after. And, uh, yeah, as a youth player, I had uh, good success at, uh, at Chelsea and reserve team. Which we will talk about in detail one day, I get. I'm that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I, I cannot wait to hear these stories about uh, the amount of goals you scored because I've I've seen most of them now online. But yeah, we will going to touch on uh, preview before we do shoot off the game against Brentford on Saturday, half twelve kickoff UK time. Bit of a big one. Our record against Brentford recently has not been very good, but as you've mentioned, pointed it out. We're on a bit of a form. We've got it. The confidence is huge. Yeah. We've got another home game. If the atmosphere is good, should helpfully get the team ready for three points. Brentford have, have, have having a bit of an iffy season so far. They've had yeah, you know, they yeah. did pick up a win last week, but they were I think were five or six games without a win as well. I think that's the that. first win, isn't it? Yeah. So. Win, They're obviously win. missing Tony. They're obviously waiting for him to come back and then be sold. But it's a huge game on Saturday, isn't it? It's not just a... Yeah, London derby. London derby yeah. is huge. You know what I mean? And another opportunity to get the confidence even higher, you know. Win win at home, three points in front of your fans. Build on the performance, the 75-minute performance against Arsenal. When, let's go. And would you keep the same team 
If there's no that, injuries... That we, that we did against Arsenal, would, would you, would you keep the no same injuries. 11? There's no injuries. Yeah, if there's no injuries and no problems, yeah, keep the same team. Go do it again. But finish it this time. And hopefully Sanchez keeps a clean sheet. That that would be good. Yes. We've also got <laughs> we've also got obviously Brentford on Saturday. We got then Blackburn in the League Cup as well, mm. which we'll probably talk about the game sooner than the time. But I do hope Poch takes it seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We well, we that's the only chance to probably win something. You know what I mean? Cup games, yeah. It's the only, we only opportunity to win some trophy this season. We haven't so. won the League Cup for a long time. I know we was at the final the other year against Liverpool and we got screwed out of that, thanks VAR. Um, but <laughs> I know that we haven't won it for a long time. I was there the last final as well. But it would be great, just not just for Poch, but for the players, because it will give that... I mean, it's, just, it's the word, confidence. Yeah, it's a trophy, you know what I mean? End of the day, it's yeah. a trophy, it's a success, so um, it's something to build on. Uh, Tottenham haven't won it for, for ages and they're already out, so there you go. Somebody messaged me, because obviously they won the other night and they're top of the league, two points clear. They always are. They're start. always there, they're starting, <laughs> they're, they're starting to care. rumble a little bit. <laughs> They're starting to sort of get on your tits a little bit in terms of talking about how oh, we could win the Keep league and title challenges. After after ten games, nice. <laughs> we heard all this with Arsenal last season. Don't start. It must be some, it must be a North London thing. It Some must of be the fans have different uh, different league tables. Do you know what I mean? Let's just see how it goes at Christmas. Again, I'm not being funny. It's crazy. Some teams win Premier League after twenty games. Some after ten. Some after nine. There you go. Whereas other teams win Champions Leagues by beating the best sides, but that's go. for that's for another time. We're going to, we hopefully we'll talk about Europe next season. But we hope you've enjoyed today's show. Yes, it has been a bit of a short one, but that's because Milan's got a sun sunbathe in in Greece again. <laughs> but. Um, we will be back next week. Don't you worry about that. We will review the Brentford game and potentially even review the Blackburn game. And hopefully we'll be seeing us in the next round of the Carabao Cup. But if you want to get in touch with us, please do so at the Blue Day Podcast at gmail.com. We will be having some merchandise as well being sold within the next coming weeks in time for Christmas. So there'll be some Christmas goodies for you to buy. We are also a partnership with Fanatics, the leading sports manufacturer. So if you want to get some goodies and you want to get it through the Blue Day podcast, find us on facebook.com slash the Blue Day podcast and you will get the details on that. You can find us on X, formerly of Twitter, at the Blue Day pod. Find us on Instagram at the Blue Day podcast. Milan, before we go, tell us, tell people how they can find you if they haven't tried to find you before. They can find me on Insta or the X, which is Twitter at Larkovich Milan 10. Superb. And if you also want to find us on any other app, any other podcast providers, you can do. We're also on Amazon Music and we're really delighted to be part of that as well. But I have been Keith Lawrence. He's been Milan Larkovich. Keep the blue flag flying, folks. Stay safe and carefree. 